All right, next speaker, you guys, Jake Light. Jake is one of the most unique real estate investors in the country. After figuring out, figuring out how to flip houses without using his own money, he went from broke to changing his life around in only a few months. Who wants to change your life around in a few months? Um, he's in the, the house flipping business, you guys. He has launched a full-scale mentorship program called The Flip Secrets. Very, very cool. You guys, he's doing amazing stuff in the real estate space. Um, this is like, we don't have, have a lot of real estate people speak and present, but I know there's a lot of us who are really curious of how he's doing this, how he's built an amazing, successful business. You guys, can you all put your virtual hands together for Mr. Jake Light, you guys? What's going on, my friend? Good to see you. Jake, nice I love you. your uh, ClickFunnels swag representing today. I had to yes. wear it today. I had to wear it today. Yes. <laughs> so cool. Well, Jake, you are up, buddy. All right, perfect. Let me share the screen here. All right, and we will get share. Can you see that there? All right, I'm assuming we can see it. Yeah, it looks good, man. All right, perfect. Let's get it going. All right, you guys, we're going to go heavy, heavy tactics today. Um, I was asked to, to really open up the blueprint of how I turn my Instagram page into a million-dollar funnel that gets customers to beg me to give me their money. No joke. Um, and so here's just a, a few uh, snapshots of what my DMs, my, my private folder on my Instagram page look like. Um, and so literally on a daily basis, I have people coming in saying, hey, look, how can I get started? You're speaking to me. You're resonating with me. So I'm going to share the exact process. Get a pen and paper. Uh, we're really going to get tactical on this. And I'm going to go quick because I know I have an allotted amount of time. Let me put my starter here. And all right, so in this presentation, I'm going to give you the exact playbook of how I use Instagram to win my first two comma club award. And that feels good, my friends. We're going to go over the tactics I use to attract and serve my dream customers every single day and how those tactics bring me very predictable profits over and over and over again. Uh, we're going to go into how to best use the, the basic features of this very powerful app that they call the Gram. And we're also going to break down the step-by-step -step of how I use each of those features effectively and profitably in a way that you can also apply to your businesses. Sound good? And I'm also the king of the Bitmoji, so you guys will see this throughout the presentation here. All right, but first, give you a quick little, you know, who dis about me, Jake Light. It's pronounced Light. First and foremost, I am a husband. This is my wife, Carlene. This is my ride or die. She's the reason I'm able to do all of the stuff that I do. Uh, I'm a father. These are my three kids. We got Alyssa on my shoulder. She's five. We got Jacob in my arms. He's three. And that's Avery in my arms there. This was right after she was born. She's about eight and a half months now. Uh, but this is the beautiful chaos that goes on in my doors. This is my why. This is the reason that I'm motivated to come in and do what I do every day. Um, and also, you guys, I am a house flipper. Typically, the content that I'm putting out there uh, on Instagram, just social media, my messaging has to do with flipping houses. This is actually a rarity for me right here. I typically don't step foot inside my houses. Um, you know, I do everything virtually and I, I teach on that as well. I have the mentorship program, but you guys, I'm also a marketer and I'm super proud and very, very excited and grateful, uh, that I'm able to share this with you guys today, because this is an, an award that I just got a couple months ago. Um, I dork out on this marketing stuff. I've become obsessed with it and I don't get to share a lot of it because my messaging that goes out there for the most part is around real estate. So, um, just a quick little story, uh, just so you know how I kind of got here to give you context. Um, I started this whole game right around Funnel Hacking Live 2018. It was in Orlando. And uh, I went there with my wife and uh, it spoke to me, right? I saw all these uh, these speakers on stage that were just 
uh, motivating me, inspiring me to, you know, to give back, to teach, to be able to provide value to the marketplace. And they also show me exactly how they were doing it. I was seeing how people were selling, how people were using all the different platforms, you know, email campaigns, um, you know, uh, uh, just every strategy in the world. And I was just, I left that like just inspired to the gills. Um, and then I dabbled and I was inspired, but I dabbled. And that was a, that was a big no, no for me. Obviously hindsight is always 2020. Uh, but I just started dabbling with an online coaching program. Now you guys, uh, I knew I had to do a perfect webinar. Matter of fact, the first day at funnel hacking live that night, rather than going to like the social networking events and so forth, my wife and I sat there in the lobby to like 2 AM and I was putting together a perfect webinar, but I was so scared to do it live. And I know Russell would always say it. Everybody would say it in all their content, do it live. You have to find your voice. You have to do it live. Get the jitters out. I just wouldn't do it. Uh, so I created a class also before selling it. And that's the exact opposite way that I should have done it. I was creating a class based on what I thought my target market or my ideal customer wanted rather than uh, what they told me they wanted. And so I was, uh, I was scared. I was overwhelmed. I was inspired by all these people. I was obsessed with it. I knew that there was something bigger for me. Uh, but listen to one person say, hey, graphic design is really important. And another one say, you got to have an overwhelm, you know, a, a marketing campaign that just really goes in depth. I was being pulled in like 17 different directions. And when you go in different directions, you stay stagnant. And that's what happened to me. I was, you know, paralysis analysis or whatever they call it. Okay. Now, um, over those first eight months from Funnel Hacking Live was in February. So from March till November, I made three sales of a $997 course. One of them asked for a refund. Uh, and I was just, uh, I felt like I was studying everything. I felt like I was becoming the jack of all trades, but master of none. Okay. And I was constantly disappointed in myself. I, I felt it. I carried it every day. I knew I wanted to do this. And I also knew uh, that I was scared. And, and just, um, you know, it, it, was a, it was a tough time for me because you saw the path, right? With this ClickFunnels community, you can see what other people are doing. Everybody's, you know, transparent in their strategies and tactics. And so I just, I knew I could do it. And I just wasn't taking the action and getting the results that I knew I could get. Okay. And then um, I don't get to talk about this that much. Um, but I had an emotional breakdown in November of 2018. I actually get kind of goosebumps talking about it. In the real estate space, I had somebody that was real close to me, uh, you know, take some money from me. And, you know, I made a big mistake on trusting someone and doing stuff that I wasn't supposed to with advancing money to a contractor. And I got hit hard. I was going big and I got hit hard. The guy stole money from me. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was one of the, the, the weirdest, hardest times of my life. I literally cried uncontrollably for hours. And I know you're probably seeing me. You're like, oh, that's a tough guy. I'm kidding. But uh, I was on the ground for half a day, turned my phone off, sobbing. And it was like the ugly cry where my face is all, um, you know, all, all red and puffy. And, I've, you know, the mucus is coming out. And I'm just sitting there thinking uh, when I cried it out, I was crying everything out. All this weight on my shoulders. I was crying out my disappointment. And I just felt like an imposter. I mean, I was here trying to teach people to flip houses. And I just got into this huge, huge failure where I, you know, I did it to myself. I was just like, dude, you're an imposter. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? But I let everything in me out that day. And suddenly I had clarity and it was on. It was on like Donkey Kong, my friends. And I think there was some divine intervention in that. But I let everything that was on my shoulder out. And from that point forward, I kind of felt like I knew what to do. Okay, So I started going live. I started sharing content. I started doing what, what the gurus and, and you know, the mentors were telling me to do. I started interacting with my followers. Uh, they were responding. I saw patterns with the way that they were responding. 
and I knew what to do, right? There was just clarity and, and you know, I was, I was nervous and I was, I was anxious, but the writing was on the wall and I knew what I had to do, okay? And that's where my Instagram journey all started, okay? So before going super deep though, I wanna go over kind of the basics, the core Instagram features to share our message and how I've learned to use them. Uh, and I'm gonna use jargon that kind of applies to all funnel hackers. It's like how I use it from a marketing perspective, uh, especially as the attractive character behind my brand so you guys can do the same thing, okay? So the main features of Instagram, we have posts, we have stories, and we have lives. With posts, these are like the main things that you post every day. Uh, you know, if you sign on to Instagram, you're gonna start seeing uh, probably posts that you've recently engaged with. Um, so with the posts, this is your main content and it's by far, it has the most reach, right? What I like to do is I like to test different creative, like visuals, pictures, uh, different types of uh, uh, short, long videos, uh, different types of copy, short captions, long captions, we'll get into it. But I always check the analytics and I'm gonna show you why that's important because this is all gonna plug into uh, the exact launch formula that I've used over and over and over again to make really predictable revenue and predictable profits, okay? So the goal here with posts is engagement, my friend. So a little screenshot from, uh, from my page here. Uh, I know Russell's talked about the four pillars. You wanna have just main talking points that you're talking to your audience around. Uh, you know, uh, my, pillar, here, my pillars are, you know, I do stuff with my flips, I have stuff with my family. I talk quite a bit about mindset, so I guess it's uh, the three pillars, if you will. Um, under 60 second videos, you could do a lot with those. Uh, the shorter videos get higher engagement. Instagram is a platform where people wanna look real quick. It's, uh, it's one of those scrolling platforms. So they're not in it to, to look at long form video, but um, IGTV allows us to throw in a long form video every now and again. I'm gonna show you how that intertwines to things too. Uh, I like to test different headlines and colors. As you can see, there's one, uh, it says tiny flip walkthrough, right? I like using reds and whites and just see uh, the, how the analytics are responding to me with this. Uh, and I try captions, right? You can always go to rev.com and, and you know, have them transcribe what you have in your video and you can burn them, embed them into your caption or into your videos so people can see it before turning sound on, okay? So with the copy, I always test long form and short form. With long form, typically if I'm writing like a marketing message, uh, I, you know, I'm gonna write something really long. If I'm just doing something as a joke or something with my family, usually it's shorter form. Depends if I'm trying to sell or just kind of show who I am behind the investor facade. I guess facade's the word. Uh, hashtags. My wife listened to a Rachel Hollis podcast and she said her sweet spot is hashtags that are followed between 100,000 and 300,000 people. Hashtags are followed just like profiles. And right there in that sweet spot, uh, I found hashtags, you can search them. Uh, it shows how many followers there are. And right there about 200 or 300K, we've done really well. It helps other people find you that are interested in a specific topic that you may be putting content out there around, okay? Uh, call to action. I always say, hey, like this post, follow, uh, you know, comment below, link is in my bio, turn on notifications for my page. Uh, I've tried using multiple call to actions, but I've had the best results uh, when I have one call to action, okay? Uh, hook story offer always applies, especially if you can see in the little graphic there, uh, Instagram, Instagram gives the first 10 or 12 words, and then it gives you the option to expand the rest of the copy. So I like using little uh, emojis and stuff like that to try to get their attention because I'm trying to speak to my ideal customer in this copy, okay? And meet the customer where they're at. I'm not talking to people based on where I think they should be like where I'm at. Like, uh, you know, I've flipped a few houses and there's a lot of people that come to my page trying to get in the business. I want to talk to them from the standpoint of me understanding where they're at right now. It, it seems overwhelming, but they're motivated. And I want to talk to them like that. I use language um, that, that meets them where they're at. And I think that's very important, okay? 
This is what it looks like if you expand the copy, that same one. So I have a call to action there. I have little visuals with emojis. I have the, uh, the hashtags. I usually copy and paste them on every post. So that's kind of a little screenshot or snapshot of how it works. We also have analytics. So if you click there, view insights, you can open this stuff up and you can see this is what it looks like. You can see the profile visits, the website clicks, the follows, the reach that that specific post was able to generate. I live on these for a reason. I'm gonna show you in a second, okay? And the impressions, okay? Now don't overthink it. Try to post one time per day. I will show you why that's important as well when we get into the way everything beautifully flows together. And play around with the time frame, okay? Um, you can check the time frame that your audience, your followers are most active by going to settings. There's a little video right here. Hit settings, go to total followers on the next page. Um, and then you can go into their most active times if you scroll down. You do this on your Instagram page, shows me what my audience looks like, okay? And right there at the bottom, it'll tell me how active they are based on the day and the time of the day. Very important tool for me, it's helped me out a lot. But some of my best performing posts have been the ones that I thought sucked. And some of my worst performing posts were the ones that I gave myself a gold medal for, right? So uh, just always test. You wanna be a mad scientist when it comes to this stuff. Test different angles of how to communicate to your ideal customer. And another thing, a good post today is better than a great post tomorrow. I mean, a good anything today is better than a great anything tomorrow. What that means is stop waiting for perfect timing, trying to make everything flawless. It'll never be flawless. Take action today rather than postponing. That's how I look at these posts. Sometimes I put something up and I just try my best and I think it sucks and it does great, okay? Now make, make posting a habit. Take imperfect action and use posts to communicate with your dream customer, okay? So the second thing is stories. Now with stories, that's what you see there at the top of your page if you go to your main screen. Okay, with stories, they're, they're typically between five and 15 seconds. Uh, you don't nearly have as much reach, but you have people that are looking to connect with you a step deeper in your stories. Um, and so it's, it's much more personal. I like to look at stories as behind the scenes, whereas I look at my posts as like the major, uh, the feature film. Andy Frisella said that on a podcast. He does great on Instagram. And so I started, you know, being more myself. I start sharing my family a little bit more, share successes and failures and goof ups and stuff like that on my stories, you can really connect with your audience, okay? It's behind the scenes. Test different creative, test different headlines. I'm gonna show you uh, uh, how that works. You can write words on any type of picture or any type of video. Um, also use the Instagram tools, we'll show that, and uh, use story highlights. The goal is still engagement, although it's not nearly as much reach, it's the folks that want to connect with you more, okay? So with creative, I like to put stuff with my kids, I just wanted to put my kids into the, the presentation again here. But, you know, this is stuff that I, I posted last weekend, just showing like 2019 versus 2020. I want them to see like I am a family man. I'm not just, you know, a real estate investor. I want them to connect with me. OK, and my girls like this is uh, on the left there. That's my daughter, who's five. And on the right, that's that's Avery, who's eight months. And that's them about the same age right around Halloween. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I like to expand on my posts. Uh, I do videos and, and uh, you know, then I'll, I'll go in a little bit deeper on them. I really, really like, I've, I've found that people pay more attention when I have headlines. I write text on the top or on the bottom of the videos that I have so people can see the summary. They're more, uh, they, they have a higher stick rate, okay? Uh, headlines, right? As you can see, everything and so this well. is kind of what it looks like. We'll just keep going because I know I don't have a ton of time. But hashtags also work on these, okay? Now. Uh, with stories, I also use IG tools, right? You can tag people, you can tag locations. Um, I really like sharing like uh, spotlights and testimonials on here because they get to repost it and share your profile. You know, it's like a badge of honor for your clients that are having success. It's really cool. I like doing polls. 
Uh, and this right here, this is like my bread and butter when it comes to stories. I do Q and A's, right? Uh, Q&A is my favorite because I will show people something about the, the business that I'm in and you can do it the same way. They say, ask me a question about the business. This is how I learned that the way I was communicating with my target customers, with my ideal dream clients uh, was completely different than the way that they wanted to be communicated with. I was thinking they want to learn how to flip houses this way. They were asking me about, hey, how do you generate the money? And it was, it was something that was like a, a light went on in my head. It's like, I have been communicating so selfish with my customers. So I try to do these Q and A's on a regular basis so I can understand what the newest customers that are coming into my indoctrination funnel, which is my, my IG page. Um, I'm trying to see what they want and I'm trying to, to fulfill on that with content. Okay. Also with Q and A's, you can have more content by answering the questions. This is kind of what it looks like. Uh, and countdown timers, super important. And I'll show that to you with my launch schedule which we'll show here in a few slides, okay? With stories, you can have analytics, you have how, how many link clicks, profile visits, website clicks, all that kind of stuff. Um, you see that with every story. So this is really important too. You can see what people are responding to and it's a very objective approach rather than, hey, this is what I like the best, so I wanna do more, more of this type of stuff. It's like, what are people proving to respond to? I like facts over my own speculation based on my own personal beliefs, okay? Don't overthink it. I try to post stories five times per day. Sometimes that can be a minute long video that's chopped up into four 15 second stories. So just play around with the topic, have fun with it here, show your personality, uh, be easy going, but also educate, tell stories and make sure they can, they can generate and establish rapport with you, okay? I love doing those Q and A sessions. It tells me how my dream customer wants to be sold. We just talked about that. And I make it a habit. I take imperfect action. This is going to be the key theme here. Uh, and I let my dream customers get to know me well, I get to know them, right? It's a very good way to do that, especially with Q and A's, okay? Now, IG Lives, that's what it looks like. If you go onto your page, you'll see who all is live. Um, this is the least amount of reach, but this is the biggest impact on the people that are following you because you can actually, it's not something that's pre-recorded. You can talk to your customer in real time or your future customers. You can let them know who you are. You can, you can stutter, you can slur your speech. If, you know, if you're like me and sometimes you talk faster, you know, talk different paces than you're thinking or if you get excited, I let them know, hey, I'm excited right now. Let me slow down, you know? Uh, I want to show the imperfection. I want to show my mistakes. I want to talk with them like normal people. Um, it's the most amount of value. You can go as long as you want and save it as a post. It gives you an option to save it as a post on your profile, okay? Perfect webinar format works here. This is how everything started for me. I started doing lives and doing stories in the perfect webinar format with the three secrets, what you're gonna learn, and then with the selling at the end, telling stories, works very, very well. Okay, and you can also, as of last week, actually, you can share videos and pictures with your face on the screen as well, uh, showing, um, you know, showing you narrating things. So you got a video on yourself and you got a, a static image on the post so people are watching it live. It's actually kind of a game changer. I'm still messing around with that. But IG Live, whether I'm using pictures and talking about pictures or answering questions, giving examples, this has become my bread and butter. Okay, IG Live, the format options, you can do a perfect webinar in full with the three secrets. You do one secret per live. Uh, I always have numerous call to actions. I make them very subtle. Hey, if you're interested in my mentorship program, link in the bio. If you're liking this, you know, we can go way more in depth. Anyway, let's get back to, you know, so I like to just drop it in there and make sure they know that I have more for the people that want more. Um, I do sometimes long form, sometimes short form. Doesn't really matter. Um, the stuff that's real, you know, the stuff that ends up coming out good, I do save it as a post. The, the times where I'm not really feeling it, I just kind of save it. And then I, I, I recreate it, I repurpose it for future posts that are cut up in under 60 seconds. So just do it. 
So uh, we do have the option to save full Instagram lives after they're done. And we can also cut them up and use them as posts, like I just said. Uh, but I like to save the full ones as posts every once in a while if they're good. And although Instagram is not a platform where a lot of people want to watch something for 45 minutes, um, the few that are on your page that go through your indoctrination funnel that want a deeper connection, um, uh, you can give that to them and they can go back and see it. So it's not live, but they can see the authenticity with you out there uh, putting out your, your, your unique voice. Okay. Don't overthink it. Try to go live every day. Super helpful in finding your voice. Easier said than done. I probably get lives out between three and six days a week. Okay. Side note, I tried to create slides on my IG live last week and run a perfect webinar. It seemed to work. We had people buy from it. I'm going to be doing it more often. And if I ever get invited back here, uh, Lord willing, I'll share with, share with you guys some results. Okay. So make it a habit, take imperfect action and interact with your dream customer in real time. All right. So I want to go a little bit deeper. I just want to make sure that we are good. Okay. I'm looking at it. All right. So let's, let's go a step deeper. Okay. There is a magic aspect that's worked for me that many people don't pay much attention to. Actually, a lot of people uh, argue that you shouldn't do it this way, but this has worked really, really well for me. It's worked very consistent with me. Okay. The magic piece is this promote button right here on Instagram. Okay. The promote button here, let me go back to it. So it's on the bottom right there. You can promote your post to be, it's similar to a boost on Facebook. Okay. And a lot of people, and I've even heard Russell say this, Russell, if you're watching, I'm sorry. But this promote button has allowed me to get my content in front of way more people on the Instagram platform where they're engaging with my content. And if I take content posts that the analytics are through the roof or I'm seeing trends and I'm seeing patterns with a specific type of creative that's working, I will promote that. Uh, and so let me show you how this works here. It takes my posts and it allows me to get them in front of other Instagram users as ads, right, with one of three call to actions. Here's what they look like. You can send people to your profile, to your website, or to your DMs, right? Your direct messages. Uh, so that's the three of them, okay? Uh, I picked the option for people to visit my profile. I'm gonna show you why, okay? Then it has me, when I'm, when I'm putting the ad together, putting the promotion together, it has me define an audience. It's a little bit different than the Facebook, uh, uh, you know, ad center, the, that platform over on the Facebook side of things. Uh, and side note, and this kind of sucks, it does not allow retargeting. You can do retargeting through the Facebook side of things, but with this platform and doing it um, natively and promoting posts on Instagram does not allow retargeting, unfortunately. So I pick an audience losing location, right? For me, United States, uh, I've worked with people all across the country. I work with people on very specific age groups. And um, as far as their interests are concerned, you can really dig deep. And what Instagram tells us, I've come to trust them with this, is they'll tell me um, whether it's going to do good, bad, or uh, you know, indifferent. It tells me if my, if my audience is too specific, which is too small, if it's too broad, which is too big, or if it's great. Um, and so I like to play around with that. And I've got different results with different audiences. And uh, when I get results, I double down, triple down. Okay. And I'll show you that as well. So once I define my audience, I pick how much I'd like to spend per day and how many days it'll run for. This is what it looks like. And I play around with the amount to spend per day, but typically I choose 10 or 15 days because if the ad is hitting and I can see the analytics on it, uh, then I want to play as long as possible. I had a conversation with someone that worked at, at Facebook at one point, and they said that ideal sweet spot is between 10 and 20 days for a promotion. Okay. So then I create the promotion and I submit the pro promotion for approval and it shows up in my Facebook ads account. So I can always look at it over there. Although I don't create it through the, the Facebook ads account. Now I've been asked numerous times, why don't Jake, why don't you create the ad in Facebook ads manager instead of Instagram? You can customize your audiences more. 
It's true. I've tested this, you guys, so many times, right? I've tested so many times. I've taken the same exact picture and the same exact copy, the same call to action. And the one where I'm doing it natively inside Instagram, promoting it typically does five or six times better as far as the numbers, the engagement, whatever my objective is. And specifically, and this is what it looks like when I do it through Instagram, it'll say visit Instagram profile, right? The call to action looks like that. And it'll open the Instagram, my Instagram profile in the app. Okay, if I do it in the Facebook side of things and do everything the same, same objectives, it opens it in an external site and it gets kind of weird, which I think is why, um, you know, it works so well when you keep it on the platform and you're targeting Instagram users. Okay, now, how does this all work together to make millions? This is, that's the question. Here's the answer. Okay, let's break it down. All right. So first, a potential customer sees my promoted post, clicks the call to action, visit Instagram profile. Now, they, they look at my profile, right? If they go over there, they'll see my posts. They'll see my stories. They'll see the, the, the angle of my messaging where I'm trying to meet them where they're at, okay? And if they do that, they'll follow my page if it resonates, okay? And I'm speaking to people that I want to, to attract into my world. And if I get them to follow my page from that point, it is game on. I do this over and over again. It's very predictable at this point, right? Until, you know, the Instagram slap happens and I'm sure it'll, you know, we'll reinvent. But once they follow my page, they see all my recent posts and stories toward the top of their feed. This is really important. So if you click follow on my page, you're going to see once you open your Instagram app, you say, okay, I followed that person. So um, I've engaged with them recently. So I'm up toward the top on my stories and my posts as long as I posted within the last 24 hours. Okay. So that's why having that frequency is super important with this game. Okay. Now they get an idea of who I am who I can help and how I can help them. And a lot of times people that come through my doors are like, I found your page because I was talking with my husband or talking with whoever. Um, my phone was off. I wasn't looking at anything. I was talking about flipping houses. And all of a sudden I saw your ad and I started reading. I spent two hours on your profile. That's what I want, right? I want them to read about it and get ideas because I'm meeting them where they're at. I want them to put themselves in the driver's seat um, and, and envision them being able to do what I do the way that I do it. That's what all my messaging is around, okay? If they engage with my page, they see my next post, right? If they start looking, they like my page, they start looking at things, they spend a lot of time on it, they like things, they comment, they're gonna see, uh, they're gonna see my stuff over and over and over again until they start uh, you know, ignoring me. So there is power in that repetition. That's why a good post today is better than a great post tomorrow, okay? Almost every post call to action sends them to the link in my bio, and that's where they apply for my mentorship program, okay? Uh, every single post has a call to action. now. Sometimes I'll say, hey, you know, like my page. Hey, what do you think about these cabinets? Comment below. I'd say 90% of the time though, it says, hey, you wanna learn more? Link in bio. I can show you exactly how to get the same results, okay? Now note, my mentorship program application page uh, it varies between a couple of different click funnels funnels. And I'm gonna give you the entire business right here with the time that we have left here. All right, so there's two different things. Most of the time, my mentorship program link, the link in the bio, this is what comes up. It's a simple, basic, you know, quarter page opt-in where they submit their name, their number, and their email address. I also have a Facebook pixel on there so I can retarget if I want to. But what I want them to do is come in, show their interest, right? And, and the, the verbiage, it says, hey, look, we'll give you priority the next time we open back up, okay? My salesperson calls the customer and sells the program based on it being exclusive and not currently open to the public, okay? So we're trying to bring the engaged lead in, somebody that's liked it so much that they're like, dude, I wanna learn more. And once that happens, my salesperson, will, they'll text them, we'll get them on the calendar and, uh, and we'll have a call with them and we'll talk about it. Now, they don't always buy upfront, right? 
it's kind of a high ticket program to go from from zero to ten thousand dollars is what, it, what it's at right now but we want to talk to them we want to get a touch in we call each of the times we engage with them a touch okay now once every five to six weeks i change that link so the landing page is a full application funnel and i actually have it it's just a uh you know it's a basic uh, instagram application template it's nothing I did crazy design with. I just kind of replaced my logo, picked a color, color, couple colors that I like. And I also implement a countdown timer for urgency. Okay. And actually, I think I, you know, this is what it looks like if you're looking at it from a phone, just because we're talking about Instagram, 90, 97% of Instagram users uh, are on their phone. So this is what it looks like. You know, I have, I, I just followed the exact template that, that ClickFunnels gave me. Okay. My salesperson, when it's open, calls the customer and sells the program based on having urgency and scarcity with the limited number of seats and a timer that says, hey, we're going back to wait list in X amount of days, okay? So regardless of whether we're on wait list or taking applications, we're always marketing and selling because we've got our uh, ideal communication in front of, you know, we've essentially hacked Instagram in order to get all our stuff at the top and keep people engaging and essentially binging on our content because they feel like we are speaking to them. Okay. Uh, once we have their information, we also begin emailing them uh, through ClickFunnels uh, and doing periodic text text message campaigns as well. I want to get them on everything that they're looking at. Typically, if someone comes in via Instagram, they engage mostly via Instagram, but we have a very good database of people. And we hit them up until they ask us to stop. And it's not overwhelming. When I'm on wait list, I maybe email once or twice a week. Uh, we text maybe once every two weeks. Um, but that helps the campaign. So on top of that, they continue seeing my posts. They see my stories and they see my lives as long as I post them on a daily basis. Okay. So the goal is to get as many touches as possible so I can build rapport with them. We want to plant the seed and then I want to water it from every angle possible. All right. So. You guys want the exact campaign I run when I'm accepting applications? Because this right here uh, is what makes things predictable. It's every single time. Okay. Here's what it looks like. I actually made this last night. So day one is usually a Thursday. I announce that I'm open to the wait list. Now, I don't announce it on my page. I may talk about it on a live, but it's usually an email, a mass email and text campaign. Hey, if you're on wait list, you're getting this email because you have priority. We're going to open it up to the public. Uh, and that's usually the Monday following. So you get on a call right now. If you have any questions, let's get you started. You ask for this. We are delivering essentially. Okay. So that's on day one, right? Day two, I'm still posting regular content. I'm making sure to send an email each day. Hey, remember, here's some value. We are open. It's for the wait list. If you, if you wait till Monday, then you got to go in and submit another application, right? Same thing with day three, which is Saturday. My sales guy is, he's selling all the time, right? Except for Sunday. Sunday, we are open to wait lists, uh, but I rest and prepare on that Sunday. Now, the following Monday, I announced that we're opening it to the public because, and we do this via email. Um, uh, I don't do it via text because usually everybody that we have in our database um, already knows that we've opened, you know, they've got a text and an email and, you know, they've seen everything online that that we have, uh, we have opened to the wait list. But once we open to the public, um, I put a post that says, hey, we're open, okay? Like it just, you know, it's a black screen with my logo says, now accepting applications, get it in. And I work on my copy with that too. But starting at that point, I go very heavy in my content, really making my messaging emotional. Uh, you, do you wanna flip houses? Well, here's here's what happens with me. Here's what happens with my team. Here's what the time that my team or you know clients of mine are able to buy back. Here's what uh, you know having successful real estate investing business can do for the rest of your life, your legacy, right? We really go hard on that. Um, we do that with the Monday, we do that with Tuesday. 
And we do that with Wednesday. Uh, well, Wednesday, we do it kind of the same, but we switch over to being logical. We typically get a lot of applications and, and a lot of uh, uh, people to enroll on the first couple of days. Once we switch to logical, where we use like price juxtaposition, uh, where we're saying, hey, look, you know, here's how much somebody so and so made on, on, you know, their first flip. And here's the price of the program, right? We're really trying to show them that this is a an investment with a return on it. Okay. Uh, we do that on day seven and day eight. Okay. Wednesday and Thursday. And then on Friday, that's when I turn the countdown timer on. And that's when everything breaks loose, right? We turn that countdown timer on and everybody freaks out. They're getting in their applications. They're like texting everybody. They're sending me messages. Everybody wants to get on the list and not miss out. And I go harder and harder and harder on that message, on the urgency message on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Typically, they have some time to think about it. Um, and so we're, we're also, the day that I put the countdown timer on, which is that Friday, we also send a text campaign out saying, hey, look, we're shutting down next week, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Uh, and so things just start going crazy on those few days. It's actually really exciting. Uh, and so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, like we do that. And then usually on day 12 and day 13, right, Monday and Tuesday, we are overwhelmed with applications. Uh, we, we don't, I don't have enough salespeople right now to call them all. So it overflows into the next, the rest of the week. But we make, we make, uh, I would say 40 to 50% of our revenue on those, those final 24 hours. Okay. And we do this every, you know, every six weeks, we cycle the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, that six weeks has given us the pressure. It typically gives us the pressure uh, to have it bursting at the seams. And so once we open it, people come in up front and a lot of them are thinking about it. And a lot of people come in at back because they're like, oh, it's going to count down. I just, I got to pull the trigger. Okay. So I started, when, once I had that emotional break breakdown, I started with a beta program. I, I was like, I'm just going to re-record everything and we'll finish here, you guys. But uh, I said, okay, I'm going to re-record everything uh, as we go. I'm going to stay one day ahead of everybody. And I started just selling it based on what people were telling me they wanted. I was doing Q&A. What do you want to know about how I can help you? And they started to, oh, I want to learn about other people's money or the financing part of things. That's where my messaging started going. And it went well, okay? So I tried it again a month later at 2,500 bucks and it went well. Tried it again at 2,997 and it went well. Tried it again at five grand. It went very well. Tried to get a seven grand for a few months. It went well. Tried to get at 8,500 bucks and we're still seeing the same, uh, uh, the scalability is consistent. And then just this last time, I just opened, I shut it a couple of days ago on Tuesday, started doing it at 10 grand and our multipliers are off the hook, right? Where everything has been consistent because every time we get, you know, every time we do an opening and we, and then we shut it down, people have fear of missing out. Um, you know, they, they, they get in line to get on the next one. Right. And they see people getting results because I'm meeting people where they're at rather than where I think they should be. Okay. So every $1 I put in the ads, I get between two fifty dollars and $3 in revenue out. This trend has continued with the increased price points, but I've been getting better applicants at the higher price points. And this is how the thing just goes and goes and goes, right? Better applicants, meaning they're willing to take more action. When they're willing to take more action, we get better results. I get better results, I get more testimonials. With more testimonials, I can put out better content that speaks to them rather than speaks from where I'm at, right? With better content, I get more applications that are better applicants. And it just goes on and on and on. And it's month after month after month. So uh, I took this last night, or I guess early this morning because I was preparing for this. And uh, this right here is my Stripe account. I also do PayPal, uh, but this is what it looks like. And I've just been putting more and more money into ads and it scales and scales and scales. And right now, as of yesterday, we're at 320 grand for the month, just with Stripe. And we also have revenue coming in through PayPal, okay? This right here uh, is where I had that breakdown and started really focusing, narrow-minded on that, getting good at that one thing, 
Okay. So it's pretty cool how it's worked out. Stop with the distraction. Stop feeling yet like you got to go in every direction. Remember, just put one step in front of the other and focus on being great at one thing and then start adding multi-dimensions to your business. Okay. I know I have a long way to go, right? Well, probably a lot of you are new to this game and you're like, oh, you could do something better with ads or you know, you're relying too much, too heavily on one platform. So I understand that there are tons of areas in my business I need to add to. I am new to this game. I am new to this two comma club. Uh, I'm very proud of it, but you know, understand that uh, I was scared out of my mind less than two, two years ago. Okay. Uh, I've come a long way by focusing on one thing and not getting overwhelmed or distracted by everything. And so that my friends is the end of my presentation. Hopefully you can take this kind of stuff and apply it to your business. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any type of limitations based on the industry that you're in. And I got questions. You got questions. I got answers, my friend. Let me take this down and come back over to you guys. Jake, that is awesome. I said that without taking a breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, we cracked the whip, these guys. Um, yeah. Very, very cool. Thank you. Um, We've got a few questions here that have come in. If you have any other questions for Jake, you guys, we have a few minutes with him. Please uh, submit those right now. Um, first question is from Carrie Sue. She says, any suggestion to help with engagement for a vertical that does not want people to know they are watching? Well, when it comes to Instagram, and this is probably kind of a, a, a weakness of Instagram, we don't own the traffic. So uh, I can't like, I can see the amount of numbers and Instagram slash Facebook, they know that that these these unique accounts are watching, but I don't know. Like if Brent, Brent or Sarah, if you're watching uh, my page, I don't know that Brent has has watched yeah. my stuff. I don't know that that you're the one that that's gone in deep on it. So I guess if you're someone that wants to be an anonymous consumer, um, Instagram would be would be great. I mean, if we're looking at sending out mass emails and things like that, I can see who opens it. You know, I can I can use uh, broadcast and stuff like that to to really look at who's unsubscribed, who's clicked through. Uh, but the tracking with Instagram and Facebook, they're the ones that are that are letting that funnel run and build on each other, right? It's mm -hmm. not me. So the only person that knows is Zuckerberg. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but that's that's kind of the way that that goes. Yeah, Carrie Sue's a, a lawyer in like the divorce niche. So people, mm -hmm. if they're thinking about getting a divorce or something, like I don't maybe want to advertise that to the world. So that's where she's approaching that from. Yeah, and with with Instagram. Um, like uh, if you're going to promote a post and you're going into the audience, uh, you can, I mean, I'm sure that there's keywords that if people have even talked about it while their phone is around, right? Blessing and curse, the social dilemma. Um, I'm sure that, that that would pop up on their phone. So I would recommend, you know, I guess that would be an interesting thing because you don't want to have, you know, your significant other having your phone and then an ad comes up for a divorce attorney. So um, you could just, you could just blame it on whatever, right? Yeah. Like there was yeah, a yeah. commercial on TV and your Echo Dot picked it up. I don't know where that came Yeah, from. exactly. Exactly. Oh, so crazy. Um, all right. Sean's got a question. He says, are you soliciting investor or coaching clients or both? Are they one and the same? Great question. So I don't do anything for my real estate investing business, like finding houses or flipping houses. I don't do any of that using uh, this Instagram, the, the, this system, this funnel that I'm using, I'm soliciting new clients. I'm soliciting future client, you know, customers to, you know, uh, purchase the program, buy into the mentorship group. I mean, I've, I have one, uh, product right now, you know, and, and I've taken the advice and said, Hey, once you have a million dollar funnel with that one product, then start adding things in. So, uh, the way I look at it is if somebody either can't afford $10,000 or if they're just not in a place yet, I know that and my next thing is to add some some front end type type products. Um, you know, that's going to be 
Uh, I have a lot of people that are kind of foaming at the mouth waiting for that because I'm willing to go in there and talk with them. So I'm soliciting not only you know clients for the mentorship program, which is my core product right now, but also future clients for front end products to be able to ascend them through the funnels that I have in the future. That's awesome. Uh, such good stuff. Marsha says, how did you how did you know your clients were Instagram people? I tested a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, I, you know, I was overwhelmed. Um, once I started having success with Instagram and scaling it, um, a lot of people I was, you know, networking a lot of people like, oh, you're leaving yourself uh, very vulnerable, which may be true. But I started testing with some of the other platforms and I just wasn't getting as much um you know, interaction and obviously revenue from my, the efforts that I was putting in uh, as I was on Instagram. So I was like a scientist. I just tested and tested and tested. I gave it 30, 60, 90 days. And uh, once once the IG thing started really coming through, that's when, you know, I was actually in Two Comma Club X uh, in 2019. And my coach, Mr. Ben Harris, shout out. Um, mm -hmm. He said, dude, focus on this. This is working. Stop going in all those different directions. Sometimes we just need someone to say, hey, look, eyes on the prize, what's in front of you. So uh, I didn't know up front, the data is what told me. Oh man, so good, yes. Um, we've got a question. How did you overcome your fear, uh, fear during the dabbling period? How did you choose your first content? Um, well, I was, I was posting initially as, uh, as a consumer rather than a creator. Uh, so I just post stuff, you know, oh, wife and I are going to Palm Springs or something like that. Um, once I started as a real estate investor, I always liked to be kind of under the radar. I didn't like people to understand what I was doing. But then I started posting little things here and there. Oh, here's a flip because people would ask me about it. Just friends. Right. I didn't didn't have a ton of following. Or I didn't really focus on it. But once I started posting it more and more and using hashtags, um, people would come in and they would find me and they'd start asking more questions. So. I think up front, uh, I just posted a bunch of different, like I, I, I had that breakdown and I just started post, I, I just tried to take any action possible. I tried to get myself out of the funk and get some type of momentum. Once I got momentum, I, and I had no idea about this. I didn't, you know, like I was just messing around with the phone. I saw there's insights. And so I'd take, oh, this post where it just shows a kitchen, got way different engagement than this post, which is a before and after picture. And this post, which is a before and after picture has way different engagement of, me with my kids or something like that, right? And so I would I would start looking at what was working. I still have stuff that is just terrible. And I think it's gonna be great. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great content. I've been thinking about it all morning. I'm putting it out there. This is gonna be, this is gonna be the one that takes it to the next level. And it just bombs and it sucks. And so I uh I just took imperfect action and I forced myself out of the situation I was in. There came a point where I was so I didn't like the situation I was in so much that I was willing to take any type of action and create any type of momentum to change. And I'm glad I did because once the momentum started going, I had my eyes on the end goal. I just started, it's almost like a, um, uh, like a heat seeking missile, right? You're going forward and you're just always making corrections based on what the data is telling you. As long as you're going forward, you can make those corrections and still make progress. Oh, that's good. Julie says, are you capturing client information in, in, to be able to own the leads? Yes, yes, I have uh, I have a lot of them on on IG now. I think something I could do moving forward, um, it, you know, everybody knows it's a high ticket product. Um, so I don't have you know I have three hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I don't have three hundred thousand contacts that I that I own their their information because I've been marketing it very specifically for what I can do to help uh, with my program. But I think as I add front end type stuff, I'll have a lot more. Uh, you know, the percentage of folks that I own their information is going to be a lot higher. 
I probably have 20,000 contacts mm. in my Instagram account around there. Um, so yeah, I do capture them. Anytime someone comes in on waitlist, we get a lot of the waitlist leads. Um, you know, that's our information until they opt out or unsubscribe. Uh, and we call or text all of them. Awesome. 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 Um, Billy asks, do you, do you use reels? Uh, I haven't. Um, so Instagram reels, it's, uh, I think it's kind of similar to TikTok. I think they're trying to kind of piggyback on that. I haven't used that. Um, I mean, it's something I need to do, but you know, the stuff that I've been using has been working so well. And I, I focus on the new features of lives for the most part. I really like, if I see something shiny over here, I have my office locked up right now. If I saw some shiny, I forget I was talking to you. So if I go and start messing around with reels, I'm going to, I'm going to lose a day yeah. and totally forget, you know, where the core, you know, meat and potatoes of my business is. So I have not yet. Uh, but from what I, what I get as the consumer going on there and watching other people, uh, it looks like it, they're doing what TikTok was doing and it seems to be working. There's some pretty cool stuff on there. Yeah. You know, I love the discipline, like just because as entrepreneurs, you know, we just, we tend to want to do that. Like, you know, mess around and look into different things and, and get a lot of us get distracted. But I love the fact that I mean, and you show you showed the screen even like your calendar. This is what it's rinse and repeat. Like it's working. You're dialing it in. You're tweaking it and optimizing it. But but you're not trying to change it all up. Great. And, and that's a that's honestly a very, very difficult task when you have, you know, a creator, creative personality type because you always want to try something new or push some boundary. And it's like, nope, you got to stick back to what is working and wash, rinse, repeat. So, so it can be challenging, a little internal dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, last question. Um, how did you attract the first followers and clients? Um, I started messing. So when I when I first started dabbling, um, I recorded a perfect webinar. I never did it live, and I just put it up there on a on a page, and you know, just had a funnel going to it, and like. You know, I remember I was putting my first ads up on Facebook and everybody was just, oh, you're a scam. You're terrible. You're this. And I got so mad and be all consumed with it. And so then I started trying Instagram and I, did, I had less people telling me I was, uh, you know, a terrible person. So I was like, oh, this is uh, much easier on me. But uh, I messed around with uh, getting people to the objective of going to an external link. Right. I had I messed around with people sending me a DM. But it seemed that the, when people go to my profile, uh, they would just engage with me more. I started seeing a lot of people commenting, hey, how can I do this? I didn't realize I could do it like this. I thought I would have to you know, work for 10 years and save up a half a million dollars if I ever wanted to get in this game. And so um, it's just, I think because with with for me, with real estate investing, um, uh, I don't know. I, I think the, the creative um, fits the Instagram platform a little bit better. I could show a before and after picture and really stop someone in their tracks. If they're scroll scrolling, they're like, oh, that kitchen was about to fall down and now it's beautiful. Huh, what is this? I just want them to open up and read that caption. And and, and that's kind of what hooks them, like I was saying. But um, I, I just tested a, tested a lot of stuff at first and that's how I really figured it out. And the numbers don't lie, you know, the trends don't yeah. lie. Yeah, awesome. Jake, thank you. Such good stuff. Appreciate you. Appreciate the time. You've taken answer some, some questions also for our, our members. Um, Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Lots of, lots of great feedback here. Hey, Jake. Thank fantastic, you. Man. I got notes like crazy. That was amazing. Awesome. Thanks, Miles. Good to see your face, man. Hey, yeah. Well, I try to stay hidden most of the time. Brent makes yeah. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I really appreciate it. Very grateful that you allowed me to be part of this. You bet. Appreciate you, pal. Right. And uh, wish you the best. Move forward. Great year, though, too.